0: Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online. Don't miss any time you show up there. They're there 24-7. The online part... Basically, uh, is the. Uh, I guess that would have to be, you know, well, it has to be the podcast. The on air part is is like being on air. It is, if you go to www.centerlefttalkradio.com. one word there, Center Left Talk Radio, you'll see two links. The second link being to something that is referred to, the words on it say Radio Loop. And what that means, essentially, is that you will, if you hit it, listen to a version of the show that you're listening to right now, right now, Uh, except that you'll pick it up at whatever point in the loop the show happens to be, hence Radio Loop. It's not exactly radio it's it's online uh, it is uh, it is being digitally broadcast but it's not it's not you know it's not basically a broadcast uh, uh, it can be broadcast depending on the final track of the electrons coming to you uh, but chances are you're picking it up. Um, well, you're picking it up from some server that's bouncing it maybe off a satellite. Does that does that count at broadcasting? I don't know. What, one, one way or the other, it is in a loop. You'll pick it up at whatever point in the loop the show happens to be. And hopefully, hopefully you will find it interesting and you'll stick around. And you might get to the end of the show and decide, hey, what was the beginning? How, how did he get to those rather amazing thoughts and conclusions Wherever they were occurring earlier on, and you're listening, and you'll stick around, and the loop it will do what loops do, it'll loop back and play the show again. So we give you that option with Center Left Radio. I believe we may be the only uh, talk show or talk station, if you will. To offer our listeners that option, we're pleased to do it, and we're glad to have you with us today at www.centerlefttalkradio.com. It is the 16th of December. It is nine days till Christmas. I can't believe it. Uh, My wife and I were commenting on this recently. It is moving by at a prodigious pace. Prodigious pace. Um, about a week ago, we were basically bemoaning to each other that it was just not even feeling like Christmas. I think I think when you're in the when you do something like what I do, well, this is one of the things that I do, this show. Um, you basically are so aware of uh, less than savory things, even if the first word in our subtitle is is hope. Hope, politics, and jazz—it's—it's uh, it's, there's just so much to uh, there's so much negative out there, and I suppose that can be a counterpoint or counter some of the more positive feelings one would have, um, and that's not fair. Actually, it, they shouldn't. But if you, don't, if you don't think about it or if you don't control it, actually, if you, if, you, if you think about it too much, you can find yourself basically drifting into the morass of, uh, of negativity that our politics seem to inject into everything else about our lives. Uh, then last Saturday, we went to a fundraising event in Spark Hill New York a dear friend of ours Richard Skipper and I uh, he, he does a podcast Richard Skipper celebrates and uh, I, I've I've been a panelist on on several of his shows and uh, we've interviewed each other on, on a few occasions uh, Richard's uh, let, let's call him uh, the local empresario of the downstate region here. Uh, the guy has produced everything possible, been in every phase of showbiz, knows everybody, all, all roads, showbiz, cabaret, and everything else pass through Richard Skipper. That would not be an, ex, an, an excessive statement by any stretch of the imagination. Well, Richard produced a fundraiser for a local uh, church in in Spark Hill, New York, Christ Episcopal Church. And being Richard was able to pull together uh, a group of uh, amazing talents from the performing stages of New York, Broadway and Cabaret and every place else, top, top, top end talent, to come and perform, I gather, uh, I would have to assume, uncompensated, to be part of this fundraiser, probably for an institution that none of them really knew that well. They may have had some connection with it. But it was on the strength of Richard's words and the strength of Richard's personality and their affiliation with him that people simply showed up and did this fundraiser. Um, and it was absolutely marvelous—the uh, the assemblage, the, uh, the 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 size of the crowd, everything about it was wonderful. And th- the real beauty of it was that it had it, being being within a church. There were the first elements of real Christmas within an institution that's designed to really celebrate it, uh, perhaps not from the, from the purely uh, uh, pecuniary, uh, uh, commercial way in which we typically think of Christmas these days, but with more of the religious context, and yet no lack of all the symbolic christmas is that go with the season. And it was wonderful. And it brought the it brought the season to life for us, and uh, we're looking forward to the the actual holidays now uh, in, the, in short order. We of course are very slow and very late on getting presents uh, for people. This is so typical of that's oh, me. That's how it works. We'll we'll deal with all that shortly. Um, but it, it is it is. It's that time. It it feels like Christmas now. Our decorations are up in the house, uh, and what we thought wasn't going to happen, fortunately, is. Uh, One would think that part of this, usually, every year, are, are the good wishes that are being given back and forth, from and between and among people and groups and. And hopes of of peace and and prosperity, uh, feliz navidad, Prosperaño año, felicidad, and all that stuff, uh, and 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 there's that out there, but there's just all of this nuttiness out there as well, uh, in 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 quantities that are hard to believe. Uh, I I. You, if, if you if you just look at the date, it's December sixteenth. You know that yesterday, if you are paying attention, uh, on for, or even if you're not paying attention, this just simply is something you couldn't have avoided. On the fourteenth, uh, Donald began making announcements about making a major announcement yesterday. On the fifteenth, now now since. He announced for his candidacy for the presidency, obviously that doesn't mean anything technically, simply because the primaries don't come for quite some time, for months and months and months and months and months. Uh, Campaigning for primaries can begin at any time, but the actual primaries, which is to say being the presidential candidate of the Republican Party or any other party, Will not be official uh, for a, for I don't know a year I, I don't know how long it is actually until that actually happens, B- but people uh, were becoming uh, his his supporters and there are many out there many in my own family. Uh, his supporters were and they'd never admit this to me I'm the lib and I'm worse than that I'm I'm the lib who gets on a microphone to say he's a lib. Uh, People have been getting antsy about, uh, well, you know, Donald, when when are you gonna really start getting out there and you know, doing the stuff that presidential campaigners do? you've announced we just haven't seen you being Donald the way we expect you to be to this point anyway. Well, no, no. There was going to be an announcement on the fifteenth. Donald promised us, and uh, it it came. Now, I I I don't know if you've missed this. If if you have, uh, I, I I please. I don't I don't wish to wish to shock you. I don't wish to be, uh, and I'm not trying to baldorize him any more than I normally would. But but the, I guess the shock is how much Donald. Uh, just how he has balderized himself with this uh you, you you probably know what this is about Donald has come out with a series of digital trading cards which are photoshopped image uh, images of him in Superman and other bodies uh, he's a he's a, uh, a a big game hunter he is a superhero he has laser vi- yeah, it, 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 it's that nuts. Digital. These are digital trading cards. You, 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 they're not like, you know, if you were a kid, remember the old tops baseball cards and stuff like that with the bubble gum? No, 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 no. These are digital. You get them online. And on top of that, I, I, I gather... He says that they are NFTs, not what they call non-fungible tokens. This is a, a, a cryptocurrency or your cryptocurrency account. You, any piece of cryptocurrency you have, you own it as a non-fungible token. I really can't explain all that to you. I've tried... And even if I could explain it, I don't understand the... I've I've tried. God knows. I've gone through this, and I'm I'm a reasonably intelligent person. And I kind of, uh, on the two occasions that I've gone through trying to understand NFTs, I've gotten to the point where I sort of understood what was going on. But it's also... The only word I could use is sleazy to me. Everything about it is so you're going so far out of your way to avoid whatever it is you're trying to avoid by going with a non-fungible token that my 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 gut instinct is run like hell away from it when FTX basically you know went into bankruptcy recently and a whole bunch of i don't know how many billions of dollars went missing and and, and everybody, and, and, and people talking on TV, starting with Musk, you know, casually saying, oh, yes, of course, stay with your cryptocurrency. There, there's no control. You have no idea what's going on. It's not like a stock where you can watch the performance of it or predict what management's going to do and get some idea about how the valuation will change for better or worse going forward. No, cryptocurrency is a total effing crapshoot. It, you don't know who's controlling it. You don't know where that money's going to go. You have no idea how this thing is going to be valued from one day to the next. Well, Trump, with his, is it is it is it a dozen, 18, I forget how many of these were issued. These digital trading cards are somehow also defined as non-profit. Your ownership of it is a non-fungible token. Why you would need this additional protection, or, or I, I don't know this. Uh, this is it cool that they are. I I, I have no idea. I, I honest to God don't have the foggiest idea about either of two things. A. Why Trump put out these. Absolutely comic, cartoonish, ridiculous, absurd, nutty, childish, infantile, uh, brainless—you uh, know—just add up all. Your, put your own adjectives in there. Digital trading cards and why they would be non-fungible tokens. If you—if you. If you knew nothing about this and hadn't heard anything about this up to now, by now your eyes are probably rolling back. In your, what the hell is Gazer talking about? No, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat this again. <music> Donald Trump, on December 14th, said he had a huge announcement he was going to make on December 15th. He made that announcement via his, whatever, his truth social, another... Wonderful ironic statement, um, but of course his followers love this crap. They because it's crap. They love they love Donald's crap. Uh, you know they they love to love him because of what he allows. Because you can have grievances and be pissed off. You don't love him because he is. A profoundly effective uh, politician or because he was a great president, un- unless, of course, you have no idea in God's holy kingdom what a president is or what a great president is supposed to do or have no sense of what America is or what a constitution is or how a place is supposed to work. If you have none of those in your mind, you may imagine that Donald was a great president, but he, of course, is the opposite of that. The two impeachments and all of the pending lawsuits, essentially, all of the criminal charges, the one against the comp- his company has already been found criminally, criminally liable, li- not liable, but, 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 but has basically been uh, has lost. They, 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 they were uh, basically uh, declared to be uh, uh, criminals. Uh, the the Trump Organization and 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 this is the first of many shoes to fall if You if you cannot understand how that negates the notion of a person being a Great American president if somehow you can hold in your mind all of the sick demented things this guy has done and put them side by side with the notion of great American president and have no problem having those two things sitting side by side, well, then you do have a problem. And it's not one that I can probably help you with. Uh, as, as one of my sisters says so often, and I really enjoy it, she goes, you know, you, you can't so, you can't cure stupid. And, and And that's basically what the situation is. You can't cure stupid. But what Donald has done here, uh, <laughs> uh, to, to attempt to analyze why a guy who basically has been his you know the big election denier who basically fomented an insurrection against the United States government, who basically was twice impeached first for basically uh, trying to, um, uh, get uh, the, the, to basically uh, hold Ukraine hostage, uh, f- not allow them to receive the weaponly weaponry that the U.S. Uh, Congress had authorized them until they began kicking up dirt on his then political opponent, Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden. That was obviously impeachable. The second impeachment obviously was for the insurrection. And all of the lawsuits that are coming on, the Mar-a-Lago case is a slam dunk. Whenever it comes down, uh, this this fellow, Smith, who is the special counsel that's been appointed by, um, uh, by the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, uh, he's, you know, all this is going to happen. And meanwhile, you have a guy who's out there yelling and screaming, jumping up and down, always hair on fire, always saying that he... I, w- I was robbed I won the election there isn't not not even a scintilla of evidence that says that he did 63 lawsuits later all failures essentially saying you lost including several trips to the Supreme Court where essentially the very people that he that he got on the bench the 3 Either, all refused to take the cases. They would not look at it. Why? Because there was no nothing there. No there there. No merit. No nothing. Every time Rudy would go to court anywhere in the country and, and try to say, well, they can take away all the stuff. And they would get and they'd look at they get into the court, finally, and the court, in a motion, they say, motion to dismiss, oh, based on what? Based on the fact that there is no that the, that the plaintiffs have no evidence. And the judge goes, okay, plaintiffs, what is your evidence? And Rudy would stand there, or some Rudy surrogate would stand there and say, well, Your Honor, we really actually don't have anything. What, says the judge, case dismissed. That happens 62 or 63 times in one form or another. Not a single substantive win by any of the declarers of poor Donald's uh, terrible theft of the election. But that, of course, doesn't convince any true-blooded Trumpian. No, you, you, you can't. There's nothing to show to these people. There is this <coughs> commitment based on far more than fact or reason or logic. This is post-fact. Embracing Trump at this stage in the game, I, I, I would go a step further, I would say embracing the notion that he won the election has to be done outside of the realm of fact. There are no facts to support this. You have Donald, and you have an echo chamber that basically includes, I guess, Newsmax, to some extent Fox, I I guess Tucker and and everybody is still out there doing, and the Republicans that basically want to, you know, uh, go ahead and keep this idea going. Knowing, I mean, the rational ones, and there's a few. There's most of them are probably rational, and you know, you got your Marjorie Taylor Greens and a few other nut jobs, but but basically, mostly rational people, knowing full well that this is all a crock, and but keeping it going because there's something to be gained. That there's the need to feel that there's a connection with the crazier elements of the base, who are completely removed from fact at this point they have been elevated, what would normally be positions that would have been kept in the dark under rocks, while well, those rocks have been turned over by Donald. And what was already there, now is just simply being exposed to light, and it's actually gotten to the point where it's controlling the Republican Party. Still controlling the Republican Party. Donald is out there, able to still go ahead and run up and down and do all this stuff. Uh, DeSantis, who has not officially declared anything, but who was a basically a product of Donald? I mean, this the only reason Ron DeSantis exists as a politician is because he basically got on the on the Trump bandwagon and Trump basically supported him. Well, he's apparently, if you follow either the Wall Street Journal poll or where there was one other, was it USA today? He's either fourteen or twenty four points ahead of Donald among likely Republican primary voters. These are nationwide surveys, apparently. Simply saying that this is, you know, at this point, this snapshot in time, Donald would, would really uh, succumb to a, uh, to a DeSantis uh, push for a primary position, you know, to take on, the, to take on the, uh, the role of a Republican standard bearer. Now, that, that, that can change in a heartbeat when we get to January and February and the field starts to thicken. And especially seeing that Donald basically is vulnerable, this is going to encourage a lot of people to get out there. And the notion that Republicans... Now, who knows if it's the, uh, the the true diehard base, of course, is not going to go anywhere. They're still going to be with Donald all the way. Family members, I know, They, you know, I, I, no talking to them. No, no amount of explanation, no amount of fact, no amount of rationality, no amount of discussion about the nature of, of America, no, no discussion of the Constitution, no discussion of what, how you run a country, no discussion of the amount of criminality. Nothing will b- change this embrace of Donald because it's happening at an emotional level way, way deeper than anything logical or factual. It is deep. It is grievance. It is anger. It is fear and it basically says you don't have to think. It is below thought. It is at pure emotion. And there is a chunk of the Republican Party that's living there and is allowed to live there. There wouldn't, be, there wouldn't be the big permission slip on it in, in past years. There would have been the sense that you had to do this under the rocks and in the shadows. No, it's out there in the open. But the stupidity of the position and the, and the built-in failure that comes with it, that's also apparent. That failure doesn't, doesn't play into the notion of the true Trump believers. Yeah, he's been, well, everybody that he puts in loses and they've lost. everything. No, I don't care. I don't care what he did. I don't care how much of a loser he is. I don't care how he's destroying the Republican Party. Who gives a damn about the Republican Party? I imagine you'd finally have to get that statement out of the true Trump believers because they would finally come down to this is just about my fear and my anger. My grief, my anxiety, my grievances, and he represents it. And if you put him back in there, he'll just he'll just keep turning up the volume, and all I'll hear about is my. And let him do whatever he has to. He's a great man. He's a great man. And and someone who feels just as grievance driven as I am can reach that level. And I empathetically and I and I symbiotically find myself in a position of authorization where I've always felt disempowered my whole life. Something like. Something along those lines. It, it's something like that. you know? and And but this is a guy who obviously is going to be indicted, tried, convicted and 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 sentenced, most probably will have to do some jail time for what he's done. if it especially especially in the interest of proving that he is not above the law. There will, be a, there will be a penalty phase and penalties will be enacted. How they will be enacted, I have no idea. But, you know, his capacity to function in business will be destroyed. The Trump Organization will, for all intents and purposes, be knocked into a position of total irrelevancy. Banks, whatever banks there are in this country that have loans out to him, will recall their loans. They could do it now, under the criminal conviction that just happened in New York. They technically could pull all their money back. I don't know what's happening on that end. I can't imagine that the Trump organization is operating in any profitable way at this point. I'm sure they're bleeding cash. I don't know what Donald has done with the 100, depending on how you count it, 100 million or 200 million dollars. I don't think he has to report it, that he took in uh, uh, throughout the period after uh, the insurrection, around the time of the insurrection, basically saying support me, I need it for my legal, I need it, you know, we need it, the Republican, he- it was fraud. Essentially he took, and he's kept most of this money from himself. God knows he's not buying good lawyers, he's got lousy lawyers, for the most part out there, who believe the only tactic is to delay. A delay is a win. When you know you're guilty, Basically what you do is delay and you hope that basically you can get the other side to just compromise with you or go away. And this is the tactic Trump has worked with his entire life. So basically he has lawyers who are great at putting in delays. No substance, no no theory of the case, no. How do I slow this down? And that's worked to a point. But now when you have the full force and strength of the Department of Justice going against you, that doesn't work anymore. Like I say, one criminal conviction down, uh, Weisselberg is going to prison. I think the part of the deal was five or six months. God knows what he said. God knows what information was put out there. A lot of that is not public at this point. The Trump taxes are within the hands of the congressional committees right now. It's in in they're all being reviewed. That information is all there. The The committee in the House that basically was doing all of the investigation of January 6th could, in a heartbeat, be moved to the Senate and start its work anew in the Senate. Uh, For all intents and purposes, Chuck Schumer could declare the equivalent committee and formulate one in the Senate and just keep the whole thing going on that side. Reasonably, he may have to, depending on what the actual conclusory document says, that's gonna be coming out, one would think, before the end of the year. So that's another story. Will there be criminal, who, well, who will get the criminal referrals. Uh, Adam Kinzinger, as much as said, that there are going to be criminal referrals against Donald directly. And if they're against Donald, you know there are gonna be some against Mark Meadows, and there'll probably be something against uh, Rudy Giuliani and a few other things. And these, these will be requests, if you will, to the Justice Department to pursue, we request, We believe that you have something worth pursuing. We refer this to you, and here is our findings. This guy should be criminally prosecuted for the material or for the actions that we have here uh, enumerated. All this is coming down the pike. Will, Will any of my... Relat- my Trumpian relatives basically, uh, resp- well, how, well how, let, let's try another one. How do you think they're going to respond? How, did, how do tr- d- d- born-bred, true, blue, uh, iras- irrational Trump lovers Facts mean nothing, uh, criminality means nothing, uh, uh, the, the government needs no- means nothing, pulling the country down means nothing, ripping up the Constitution means nothing, breaking laws left and right in front of- means nothing. Donald gives me the ability to constantly live in my own grievances because he basically is someone who is unfairly treated, and the way he's unfairly treated, that's how I'm tr- – and that's it. Forget all the facts. No – Facts need not apply. How will these people begin to react once the, uh, once the indictments come down, once the trials come down, once the convictions start to take place? One of two things. They'll either just keep bitching and moaning, or depending on how far Donald feels he needs to take this, they may be asked to do illegal stuff. Anything from taking up arms to doing something. I mean, you don't know. I mean, Donald can put out... He put out the call for the insurrection nearly two years ago. He was working on it at this point two years ago. God knows. What might he do when he faces jail time? Well... I, I, begin, I, I, I go back to these digital trading cards that he just put out. And I know that people are saying that it was the a terribly dumb thing to do, and it was it was really bad. And everybody was waiting for a big announcement, and they thought it was going to be something that had to do with his presidential run, and that there was going to be all kinds of uh, uh, maybe a particular, maybe 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 he was going to hopefully just even just threaten Hunter Biden or something, you know. Uh, demand that there be a, maybe, maybe, hey, may, pick an easy one. Demand there be hearings on the on the criminality of the Biden administration at the border and how they're letting criminals in. That would have been an easy one. There, there's all sorts of things. And God knows there's problems on the border. And, and God knows that has to be dealt with. And the Biden administration is starting to work on that too. Um, no, none of that. None of that. No, trading cards, Fantasy pictures of Donald, which, apparently, the story goes, uh, at ninety nine dollars a pop. Okay, you know if you're if you're if you're a Medicare recipient and uh, you know Social Security recipient, that's that's a nice little chunk out of your monthly uh, you know your monthly stipend there. But ninety nine bucks to say that you have, and I, he says you could trade them. They're collectible. I don't know who you trade them with. If if there are a dozen or eighteen of these things and they're digital, you don't trade these. I, I don't know. Do you? Can you? Can you give it away? Can you give it as a gift? And once you've given it as a gift, uh, does the does the non fungible token? I mean this this is. This is so much crap and BS. The, the NFT part of this added on is another thing that the vast majority of people who will buy these things have no idea what that means or what the function is. Donald is trying to elevate himself to the point of making himself a currency. I mean, I mean he is the equivalent of a Bitcoin currency, a self to, I, I don't know what. I, I have no idea. What the, what, the, what the immediate strategy may be behind it. I, and it's the worst thing in the world. There's no credibility. He, he's basically just making himself a bigger cartoon. Ah, wait a minute. He's making himself a bigger cartoon than he already was. This is what Donald has done throughout his presidency, and beyond, and throughout his entire life. He basically is a cartoon. He is, he is a balderized image of whatever any of us would be, were we in similar situations. As a president of the United States, well, he was a cartoon image of a president. As a, as a businessman, well, he was a cartoon-ish businessman. He, he did a reality TV show. Everything about Donald is designed to be cartoonish. This is his way of connecting with people. He knows that this gets him an audience. <clears throat> but I, I've said this on earlier shows. It's hard to convict a cartoon. What, what, you say? Yeah, it's hard to to find a cartoon guilty. Especially if that cartoon, when he's on a witness stand in the course of a trial, essentially basically says that all I was doing was trying to reach out and entertain and keep my people with me, to give people hope, to have fun, to basically keep them in... I, my whole purpose in the presidency was to basically keep my people entertained. I never really imagined myself to be a great politician but it was what what kept people believing in America in my way of doing things and thinking about it was to entertain them, to give them the benefit of what I do best. I'm an entertainer before I'm anything else. Criminal? I don't don't know anything about this criminal stuff. Everything I do is designed to give people hope and bring them together and connect them. I don't know anything about... this this cartoonishness and this and this and, and and I haven't heard it said this way on air yet you will eventually but within this cartoonishness are the seeds of a potential defense not necessarily an insanity defense that would be one way to go on this, I'm so effing crazy that I that at a moment when I'm in the middle of all these, you know, criminal trials and criminal referrals and, uh, and 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 I'm about to be indicted on this and that and and all the other stuff and I'm losing like crazy and the decisions I've made are so obviously irrational. I put out trading digital trading cards as the equivalent of bitcoins as NFT. What? What kind of a nut does that? Well, I'll explain to you, Your Honor, or my client will explain to you what kind of a nut. What is your first concern, Donald, that I bring people together, that people enjoy what I am and what I do? Were you aware of the... Crim- no criminality. There is no criminality here. And this, is, this could be an, an effort to reinforce that notion. I, I, does, does that sound crazy? Does putting out digital trading cards plopping your really nicely done head over perfect perfect photoshopped bodies of superheroes does that sound any less crazy to you? Is any of this going to affect the base of support that he has. The true believers, I believe, will, will shell out their, 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 grift me, please grift me. Here, Donald, take my money. Hopefully, this will basically allow you to once again sit in the White House and dictate to all those crazy libs who basically want to make life better for everyone. No, everyone doesn't deserve a better life. I deserve a better life, and probably no one else does, or very few people, or maybe a few people around me or people who think like me but sure as hell not anyone who's an immigrant, and sure as hell not anyone who isn't of my ethnic background, and sure as hell not anybody who doesn't believe like I believe, or who never went through my personal experiences, or who hasn't seen the economy affect me the way it's affected me, or who doesn't really have enough of an education, or enough of a thought process embedded in their head to be able to recognize just what a piece of garbage you really are. No, I am all the more revved up for you, Donald, at the thought of shelling out 99 bucks for your digital trading cards. It's another way for me to express my affinity with you and to reassert the force of our group your grifting us is actually galva- we are willful grifties and we galvanize we further galvanize ourselves within the grift now now the group that are true believer grifty galvanizes may shrink slightly it's not going to enlarge in any way shape or form there are people laughing but the 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 concentration of this uh, of this reduction this 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 culinary reduction that we are becomes that much more intense and that much more vocal and powerful we will support you to the very very end and it becomes maybe that much more frightening to people, to recognize how many of us and and what we are willing to do in defense of you. And maybe it'll make some prosecutor think twice about really going after you, because you know, Donald, we're crazy for you. And we're crazy. We're we'll, we're ready, we're ready to do damn near anything you ask because we just can't let you go. You must continually reassert yourself and give us that, you must, day after day, I have to hear you say, I have to hear it through Newsmax, I have, they, I was robbed. We was robbed. It was my presidency, it was there, say it again and again and again and again and again. My anxieties, my grievances, my fears, my hatreds, my everything is constantly reinforced by this and I am totally within your debt. The only way I can continue to openly express this within some kind of a reasonable social setting and not have to go back under the rocks that I psychologically came from previously is as long as you're out there because Donald you were the President of the United States. We know that's real. And as I say this, is nuts as putting out trading cards may seem, it is part of, and I I wouldn't call it a strategy, I don't think Donald's capable of a strategy, but it's part of a a gut reaction on his part to keep his audience engaged. It's that simple. And then the engagement goes on to the next. The engagement is what has to be there for him to take whatever the hell the next step is. And that'll be involved with the criminal trial. That'll be involved with however the the beginnings of um, uh, of the primaries work. But without that strong engagement, none of it really can happen. And as, as dumb and stupid and idiot. And, and the more the liberal media and any rational media and around the world, the more people laugh at it and poke fun, that means that his people are what's left of his people. And there's enough of them, God knows. They're a substantial percentage of the country. Not, well, they're a significant percentage of the Republican Party. They are all the more galvanized, and that galvanizing has does not depend on logic or reason or anything else. It's just something to do together. And it's even even in defending the detractors of Donald that is a galvanizing process. And that's what Donald needs. That's what Donald has done. It's the act of a clinically narcissistic really whacked out guy who might really uh, go the route of a of a insanity defense, but barring that, it's a guy who basically knows that he has to keep a lot of Americans uh, angry and fearful if he's gonna have any hope, any hope at all, of not spending the rest of his life in jail. It's an act of desperation. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing on an international stage basis that this man was actually the President of the United States. And it simply pretends one of the ugliest, ugliest infighting periods, as bad as the Republican Party has been in non-governance and in allowing Donald Trump to become president and making them his, their nominee, you ain't seen nothing yet. What's going to happen between now and the election of 2024, the Republican Party is basically going to be into a self-bloodletting mode, and I have no idea how this is going to play out. But Donald will encourage every bit of it because he, his, 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 every, every sense he has, his, every instinct in him says, keep the galvanizing going, do anything but just give them something in me to focus on, and that is my best chance to protect myself. That's what this is about. It's actually tied in to protecting himself. That has to be his first motivation, to entertain the crowd's because when the crowds are smiling and loving him, he feels somehow more protected. This is, this is the armor that Donald has always sought and, 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 and looked for whenever things get tough for him. Get the crowd out. You can, make a, you can be a clown, but they love a clown. They love my clowning. I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue just maybe a slightly different take on what you'll be hearing for I'm sure days to come because it'll be now echoed back in all the all the media for a while about Donald and his digital trading cards his non-fungible token digital trading cards insanity uh, yeah but it's Donald you see And he has an audience for this kind of thing. And the audience loves it. Don't try to understand it if you're not part of it. The audience loves it. Now, what will that equate to going forward? (sighs) That's why they play the games. And and that's why, in a few minutes, it being a Friday, the 16th of December today, we have David Bach appearing with us this morning on these microphones, and he will be here as soon as we uh, get through this little uh, break period in the show, which, of course, always begins with a little jazz. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming, and we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics and that most eloquent of all original american art forms jazz think of it this way we support your needs now we're asking you to support ours take a moment and go to our website one word, centerlefttalkradio.com and go to the donate page and when you get there give whatever you can On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000. Whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant, as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident, and as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You're listening to Centre Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz, and you're listening to us on the web at www.centreleftalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. You know it's Friday. You know, well, if you, you don't know, if you're not around here, you don't know that it's a rainy December Friday morning, but that certainly does not put a damper on my next announcement. It's one I enjoy making, especially on Fridays. You know. David, what's on your mind? Uh, well, there's a good amount of stuff going
1: on. Um, if you want to hear more of what I do, you can find me usually on Twitter, at Faces Ideas, and at some point, I believe relatively soon on Twitch again at uh, twitch.tv freshfacesnoideas. Cool. Uh, um, look, I want to talk about the major announcement that Trump made yesterday. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen this. It is... I mean, this... This is objectively the funniest thing he has ever done.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah.
1: It, like, if you didn't think he was grifting before, he's grifting now. So, Trump made uh, on uh, Wednesday, he put up a truth that said major announcement tomorrow. Um, we were, maybe people were speculating. You know, was he going to announce that he was going to be Speaker of the House? Was he going to announce his uh, two weeks away health care plan?
0: You know, you, um, you raise an interesting point because technically the Speaker of the House does not have to be a sitting member of the House. And something could have been happening in private among Republicans. And they suddenly all got together and said, that's it. we'll make McDonald. And they legally could have gotten away with that. That's fascinating. I didn't I, I didn't hear that. But, boy, that makes sense. You know, it could have been done. Um, Could it have been any number of
1: things? Yeah. No. What the major announcement was is Donald Trump is now selling Trump NFTs. He is selling essentially digital cards, which you have to pay $99 for. You don't pick which one you get. They're randomized. And then if you pay more money, you get chances to, like, go to a gala with him to uh to have a dinner with him to do a whole bunch of different other things all of which requires you to pay for your own fam
0: wait wait d- d- david david i, I i'm sorry and, and i may do this to you several times because this whole thing is i i did i did almost a whole segment on this before you came on but but, but from a, from all sorts of weird angles but you're you're, you're touching on detail here when I pay my 99 dollars, when, when we get off air today, and I am just itching to get a Trump trading card, when I put out my 99 dollars, did I hear you say that I might get just one Trump DT digital trading card, and that would have and that would basically be declared to be a non-fungible token. In other words, that card is, a, is an NFT. Is that the deal here?
1: Yes, it says it on the website that you only get one.
0: So ninety nine bucks for a essentially a a, a, a card a, 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 a digital trading card that claims to be an NFT, a non fungible. No, it, it, it
1: is an NFT. He's just calling it a
0: digital trading card. <laughs> but but uh, how, how do you who trades? Why would I,
1: I – I, I, by the way, I have a hold major hold like, To be fair to him, this is objectively a kind of funny uh, marketing idea because there will be Trump sycophants who buy this because you have to have all the Trump stuff. There will also be people over the holidays who buy this as a gag gift. I yeah. would have absolutely bought this for a gag gift for somebody if I could just randomly drop $100 on Nonsense. Um, like this is, look, this is the most funny, this is like pure Trump. This is like Trump steaks, Trump wine,
0: Trump, the board game. Yeah. It's crap. It's crap. It's all, it's all BS. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all BS. This is always what he was like this, this comment. Hopefully this lets people see it because he's, he's upset that he just got walloped in one of those other polls, but let's be clear. Unless Donald Trump is arrested, he's going to be on whatever stage there is for the Republican 2024 nominee. Exactly. And he's going to light it on fire. Regardless of who it is. Like, let's be clear DeSantis may be more palatable in the way that, like, he's not directly saying that he wants to do authoritarian shit, even though he's doing authoritarian shit. Yeah, sh-
0: he's doing authoritarian oh. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but he's like quiet about it, uh, and we'll get to DeSantis in a second. But like DeSantis doesn't have a lot of charisma. No,
0: he's zero. zero, like, zero
1: charisma. Like like Trump would tear him apart on a stage. Yeah, he would just call him, "Oh, everything you did is from me. You you baby hands. What, whatever he says. Like it would it would tear DeSantis apart. I love it. I think it would be the greatest thing." And I hope that they throw as many candidates as they can at him so that he can just barrel through all of them and then they get obliterated in 2024.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that That's, that's kind of what I said. And by the way, David, I think you've just laid out a very probable scenario for what's going to happen in 2024. I don't see any way around it, the way they're set up right now. Yeah, so it would be nice for,
1: I mean, would it be, would it save the Republican Party if he got indicted for the, multitude of crimes whether it's the insurrection that he helped uh initiate whether it is the ongoing um uh, documents case whether it is one of the other numerous legal challenges that he's facing that would take him out yeah it would but it also shows that the government can actually you know deal with people who are powerful and also causing problems like donald trump or I don't know. Let's say Marjorie Taylor green or Mark Meadows, Mark Meadows, who look Mark Meadows is. And I've said this all the time on my stream. One of the dumbest people alive. Yeah. Um, It is amazing that this man went, I'm going to turn over a bunch of incriminating evidence and then decide a couple weeks later that no, actually I don't want to cooperate with you anymore. Even though I've already given you a bunch of incriminating evidence. And that's the smart move to do. Uh, (laughs) Um, And we know this because, what was it, uh, Turning Point's memos got a whole bunch of uh, their emails, his text messages, from him talking to a whole bunch of congressmen, uh, congressmen and women, and senators about overturning the election. Keep in mind that some of these came on, like, the 17th. He got two texts about martial law, both of which are spelled wrong. Um, <laughs> they both, it's, they spell it like the store. Um <laughs> On the 17th. So this is three days before the inauguration. This is 11 days after January 6th. And they're still saying he should overturn the election. Like, this is this is who's saying these things. This is... We have... Uh, I think Rick Perry was one of them. So I'm glad they took his phone. Remember all the hubbub yes. about his phone being taken? Yes. Yeah. It's because all these people keep getting involved in it. Somebody needs to some, uh, subpoena Marjorie Taylor Greene. And this is the other thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene... Was at the uh, the young New York Republicans.
0: Right. Um, that was a few. That was a few days ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For those of you who aren't aware, the Young New York Republicans are a pro-fascist organization. Yeah. And that's not saying it because they're just Republicans. They literally endorsed Viktor Orban. Yeah. 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 They yeah. have a yeah. thing on their website endorsing Viktor Orban, saying that his type of his type of leadership is the type of American first leadership that we need. Again. Victor Orban is an authoritarian dictator. Yeah, quite simply. It's So she's sitting there with Steve Bannon, and they're joking, oh, you know, we could have done the insurrection better. You know, we would have been armed. We would have, you know, successfully overthrown the government. Also, let's talk about some things that are wrong here. They were armed. Um, The thing she's advocating for, besides overthrowing the government, is – murdering police and potentially at this point it was and remains her current uh co-workers like let's be clear about this yeah congress yeah yeah. sworn in on january 6th or just before then i don't remember when exactly they're sworn in um she was a congressperson those are her co-workers the reason she lost her committee seat for a number of of reasons but one of the most ones is she advocated for the death of nancy pelosi who then had her husband it's now years later but um her, somebody crazy broke into her husband's house and i don't remember if you remember all those crazy conspiracy theories about oh the glass is broken in oh he was gay oh you know the police are hiding all the evidence because it doesn't make sense yeah kind of weird that those same people didn't do the follow-up based on the court case that happened yesterday, right?
0: Yeah, Where that's interesting.
1: Like like Tucker and uh, Glenn Greenwald and, um, and uh, Jesse Waters and all these other clowns doing all of this other stuff, like them not backing up the fact that, oh, wait, there's actually videotape of him getting cracked in the head by this guy with a hammer that they, that that's what happened. Like they, that he actually tried to do this and succeeded. He, a guy broke into the house and beat an 82 year old man.
0: Ah, you but come on you you know what the real bottom line is to all this stuff it's just basically find a basis for the base find a basis for the base to basically let out their grievances and of course facts get in the way of that so you know if the facts get in the way you conveniently forget the facts if the law gets in the way forget the law if 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 the Constitution gets in the way forget, you can't well, actually, let any that, of that get break, in the that's way an
1: interesting point because. There was a piece by Politico talking about this this exciting new conservative theory that they're they're pushing. Yeah, um, it's no longer originalism. They want to do basically that it's the Constitution actually advocated for the greater good philosophy, and that oh, would you believe that the greater good is always what the Republicans want at that moment,
0: and ah. the people who are pushing this
1: argument. This is this is a uh, a theory that Johnny Eastman uh, uh, believes in. It's um. The, the people who are pushing this argument, they're outright saying, look, we're not happy with where originalism has taken us into our – to achieve our goals. So we need to move to something different in order to make sure that we achieve our goals. First off, originalism, I'm not a lawyer. So maybe you would have a different ideology about this. I think originalism is incredibly stupid, especially yeah. when we're talking about a document that's over 200 years old where half of the peoples, if you brought them in today, would have a heart attack for, like, basic things existing. Not yeah. even the technology. Yeah. The fact that black people aren't equal to other people. The fact that women have rights. Like, if you argue that, you cannot argue originalism in this way. And furthermore, like, half the time when they're arguing this, they're going to, like, 13th century stuff. Like, no. Things evolve. Things change. I mean, the, the moral arc of justice, the more arc of the universe moves toward justice because you force it that way. Yeah. And these are good things that ha- are happening. Like, like let's let's be clear about, like, the ideas behind this. Like, it is progressive. Originalism is regressive in the same way that the people, Ben Shapiro, who are arguing that um, that uh, gay marriage is a slippery slope. This is a real thing he said. Gay marriage is a slippery slope. Okay. That's an anti-segregation argument. That's an anti-suffrage argument. Literally every social uh, movement, every every progressive movement, every forward movement has been met with, this is a slippery slope. And the thing he's referring to is the gay marriage bill. Now, let's be clear about what it is and what, be, what their argument is. Their argument here is not that gay people have the right to marry and the state has to accept that, which it is. That's what the bill says their argument is somebody else is getting gay married and that's going to force me to get gay married or somebody else's kid is becoming Trump. well that w- that has, was
0: always the, that was always the concept on abortion too at least that's the way it was emotionally expressed that now we're all going to have to have abortions my son is going to you know it, 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 it gets it's it's all emotional and it's ridiculous and it's nuts and it, but this is no different than the way it was it was approached with uh, that ultimately 50 years later winds up getting Roe v Wade uh, overturned by a bunch of loonies who are pandering and basically it, the whole thing backfires on them. Um, there's no this is a this is an undercurrent in America. It always has been. And irrationality is, is part of what a true liberal democracy permits. But as, as as thank God for for you and people like you, and hopefully like us, you, you, that doesn't mean you don't bring it out and you don't talk about this. you got to talk about it you got to say it you got to say how how wacky this is. That's part of the counterpoint to the crazies that are part and parcel of any liberal democracy. The trouble this time around is that these crazies have been validated by nothing less than someone who inappropriately became president of the United States. That's the weird twist in this situation, but th- that's where we are right now.
1: Yeah, no, we're there. We have, um, he was president like watching that video for his NFTs. It's, it's like an embarrassment to the country. Oh, the it's, wild.
0: it's just, it's, it's just incredible.
1: It's incredible. But to be clear, he is still the only announced candidate. Granted, it's still super early, so it makes sense that he's the only one because most of the other announced candidates are like in government. Yeah, yeah. So they're like doing jobs and stuff. Yeah, or yeah. ostensibly doing jobs. Um,
0: well, they're so- they're 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 also logically. Uh, allowing Donald, when when left on his own, Donald will basically box himself into his own corner, find ways of, of basically destroying himself. What he's done with these cards, and I'm going back to what you said earlier, he's simply gone ahead and find, well, I'm, I'm extrapolating on what you said and going back to what I said in the first half of the show he is basically finding another way to galvanize his base. Facts, logic, law, constitutionalism, none of that matters. It's just another way to to bond with these people, even if they're chuckling as they do it. It's a way to bring the family together. That's all this is. But anyone who was willing to run against him or thinking of running against him knows that this is also reducing the effective uh, volume of the core family even more. And now you add to that the polls from the Wall Street Journal and from USA Today that show him in double-digit deficits compared at least to DeSantis at this point. And you know what's going through a lot of other people's things. The scenario that you came up with earlier of there being a stage full again of Republicans, not unlike early 2016, late 2015, that's going to happen again, no matter what the hell you do. That's going to happen. We're just going in that direction. And he's counting on his ability to basically knock him dead once he gets on stage. And I, I, I think the scenario you came up with is far more feasible than anything else that i could think of
1: yeah and then the other thing with this is like talking about them having no like morals like their whole apparatus their echo chambers have no and twitter is turning into one of them but that's not the point right now like so a really good point on this is um the the fxt guy so sam baker and freed who did a lot of like illegal trading stuff yeah. Um, I think fraud is what he's been charged with and a couple other things. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The
1: argument around him is that he was, at least on the right, he wouldn't get arrested because he was like the number two donor to Democrats. Then, according to him, he was like, yeah, I gave just as much money to the Republicans, but I just gave it through dark money because yeah. it's easier to, it looks more, it looks, it's better to appear to be liberal than it is to be conservative. They never re- reference that. But then there's also this theory that when he got arrested before he was supposed to testify, that this was done to cover something up. What? I don't know. I still haven't heard a coherent argument of what exactly he's covering up. Um, but also, there that's the theory. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're not going to be talking. Like, this is the thing we have to look forward to. There is not going to be any policies done in the next two years. They're not going to like, – like, this is – the thing that needs to start being repeated over and over again and start being pointed to for every single Republican, there will not be policies done. Like you may not agree with Joe Biden, or I think he accomplished enough as he did, but Joe Biden did a lot of things. He's done a lot of stuff in two years. He sure has. And a lot of it is good stuff that he laid the groundwork for future rebirth, like an expanded childhood tax credit. Thank you. Every Republican and Joe Manchin for being throat child poverty. Uh, the uh, this starting to uh, wipe out student debt, the the move toward full legalization of marijuana, the infrastructure bill, the infrastructure bill, and the the uh, climate bill that has coincided now with this breakthrough in nuclear fusion, which with more in- investment can actually be a viable way to get to carbon neutral. Um, carbon neutral energy which of course will also be used uh coincidingly with creating some kind of crazy ass bomb um but like
0: there's it's a hell of been a, a good lot of good things. yeah yeah
1: there's going to be none of that there will be nothing like inflation coming down because let's be clear the goal for them to run on in 24 is everything is worse under joe biden there's not going to be – like if inflation comes down and the economy doesn't crash because the Fed keeps raising interest rates, yep. that will not be because of anything the Republicans did. No. If the workers go on strike um, and on the railroads, which they should, um, it won't be because of the Republicans. The Republicans specifically blocked the thing that they asked for. Yep. Yep. If, if Ukraine wins in uh, Russia, it won't be because the Republicans will be in spite of them. If there is, um, the gas prices are going down. It's not because they did anything. It's just, they're coming down based on demand and other factors. Right. Like if the, the border, there's going to be no solution to the border. Like they claim they have one and they're going to say, we want strong borders. It's just going to be stop people from coming in, not actually fixing the system. And to that doesn't appliances. solve
0: anything. And we know yeah. that from history.
1: Right. Like it's very clear that these are the, it's, the only core policy they have is retribution politics whether it's going to be um and this is this is sad like to say this but i'm sorry uh anthony fauci and uh hunter biden are never going to be president um whether it's going after them for the laptop which to be fair would be very funny if they actually did this and then the actual ties to all like the actual russian stuff and all of their nonsense came, came out, out yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that yeah. would
0: be very funny. That would be fascinating. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, or or whatever they're gonna do with Fauci, um, whether they 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 bring him before Congress and stuff. And look, to be clear, like they have set a long precedent of people just not having to show up to take this court. Don McGahn was subpoenaed in twenty sixteen, didn't testify till 2018, 2019 Like there are years before this has to happen. Um, granted, they're going to spin this. Their echo chambers are massive. It is a failure for the um the billionaire class on the left, which is just an insane thing to have to say. Um that there is that they still have not created a a Twitter clone that is not just this right wing echo chamber. Because as soon as there is one, Twitter's gonna collapse into Gap, because that's the end goal for this. Yeah. And they can and and not and ignoring these this this these these media echoes these people are going to listen to the craziest things they're going to listen to incredibly violent and insane speeches like there is no doubt in my mind the next presidential race will be one with more vote overt anti-semitism they will be and this is a continuing thing that we can start seeing from Ron DeSantis. there will it will be more anti-covid stuff to be clear Let's talk about this very briefly. The anti-COVID people won. You and COVID won. Like, we don't take it seriously anymore. We're not as bad as other countries because we did at one point get all the people vaccinated. And then it mutated. And then they just kept crying and crying and crying until they let COVID win. But the next one is going to be ten times worse. Um, It is... This is uh, they're going to be pushing this. They'll probably pull back a little bit on the um, on, on the election was stolen stuff, but they're going to just be talking about
0: nonsense. Yeah, and that, that's it. Yeah. Two years of nonsense coming up and and then assuming again, going back to your scenario that I think is an extremely realistic one that Donald sets the stage on fire and burns out DeSantis and everybody else around him and that they begrudgingly somehow make him, the candidate again, wake up and realize that the nightmare is about to start all over and every ugly thing that could possibly happen in the country begins to happen and Donald loses so he, it, it could be a Dukakis situation. That's how bad I could imagine this being. And then all hell breaks loose after that. But... Donald will also have been convicted on at least one of the criminal uh, uh, charges that will be brought down against him. At least there'll be one indictment. Will it, I, I'm guessing it'll probably, well, either either the Mar-a-Lago papers or the Georgia uh, election tampering uh, situation. Either one of those, once the indictment is brought, the cases will move along rather quickly because they're slam dunk cases, both of them. So how all of this plays out with a guy who could very well find himself as the presidential candidate. I mean, there's no rule that says you can't be convicted and be a candidate. That's happened before. I don't know that it would happen. You know, There's anything that says you can't do it. Unless with the Mar-a-Lago case, they, they exercise one of the key provisions of the anti-espionage Uh, of the three laws that he'd be breaking with Mar-a-Lago, which says that if you are convicted of this, among the penalties is you may never hold public office in the United States again. In that case, he'd be stopped dead in his tracks. That's, That's a biggie. So everybody should keep their eye on that. But barring that, coming in and interceding in the middle of the whole thing, Your scenario, I think, is absolutely the likely, most likely scenario. He burns out, he burns up the stage, he blows out everybody else. It is an effing repeat of 2016 all over again. He gets out there, but he's going to lose outrageously bad, and then all of the shit that comes down on top of that. Wow, that's why we play the games, I'm telling you. Uh, David, I, I, I can't, I, I can't thank you enough for uh, you know synthesizing these these ideas and these thoughts here. Uh, as always, um, on on this one, boy, do we do we really have to keep an eye on how the games are being played? And where can people listen to you talking about the games and how they're being played? Twitch.tv/slash Fresh
1: Faces, new ideas, and Faces Ideas at Twitter. Okay. Until uh, I get banned for making fun of Elon
0: Musk or something. Okay, cool. Uh, looking forward to more of you and and more discussion about this. This is how a democracy works. We're part of that process, not just the crazy side on Donald, our side. And yes, everything that that David's been saying about the left having to get far better at their messaging, at their at their mechanisms for messaging, all that has to happen. Uh, but but prior to that, please. Uh, <laughs> Happy holidays as we go into it to everybody. Uh, and, uh, well, it's the holiday season. Uh, I, I think, at a minimum, we should have a little more jazz. Jazz. Listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of Hope Politics and Jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Trump trading cards are just the latest grift. It's all part of the same mindless grievance marketing that Trump has done all along and will lead to what I believe David was saying. Invariably, this leads back to a stage and a whole bunch of Republicans vying for a nomination, which Trump will wind up with simply because he's going to burn them all away and then lose to caucus-like. The question is, what happens then?